0: Maybe you don't know about pajamas, is that it? Don't you wear them when you sleep?
1: No, I sleep
2: in the noose. If <laughs> you sleep like that,
0: you'll catch cold! I mean, what happens if there's Make an emergency you? and people be punishing? You'd be at home instead.
2: No, I...
0: From now on, please wear pajamas like everyone else!
2: No, Star, what's your name?
0: My name is Mako Mankanchuk. And my jammies have Mount Fuji, Two Hawks, and three eggplants on them!
2: Mankanchuk, I'll remember that. You are now listening to good, bad, or bullshit.
0: Hello, good day, good evening, welcome to the Good, Batter Bullshit podcast. Random topics, unrehearsed conversation, quality reviews. My name is Michael Hodgins, I'm one of your three hosts on this show, along with Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Uh, hi, Michael. Hey, you Crofton, and hey, GBB listeners. Hey, Crofton. Who's Crofton? I didn't even introduce him yet. Bo, jumping the gun. Hello, Crofton Steers, our second, uh, third host, I should say.
2: <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? Great to be here. Hey, GBB fans, Croftaholics nationwide Croftaholic. and around the world. <laughs> You're like building your own, like, tower of narcissism.
1: <laughs> if, if, if this was like the 80s, you'd have a page ad in the co- in a comic book or at the end of a magazine. Like, attention all Croftaholics, join the Croftaholic fan
2: club. Excelsior! one 800 Crofton. It's true. I, I mean... I can't really change who I am, and who I am is just incredibly popular with people. That's that seems
1: to be the case, according to you, <laughs> according to yourself.
2: A hundred percent of Croftons I've spoken to agree with this. We may have to harness this power for
1: worship towards you to beat out Donald Trump. We might have to send you to the states, like that's that's break glass in case of emergency type did, of deal. Did um, I ever
0: tell you guys about that? This conclusion I had come to the other day about why the world will always be sort of a shitty place, which was (laughs) – this relates a little bit to Crofton's narcissism.
2: No, it sounds like a real feel-good, though. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) No, but it was like I heard some statistic. I'm sure I mentioned this show, but I heard some statistic that something like 10 percent of all people um, are sociopaths, uh, incapable of experiencing empathy. Um, and and I'm like, if you have 10% of people who are sociopaths, that's a pretty large percentage. And if some of them are like narcissistic and craving for power, I'm like, the world will always be fucked because there'll always be people who are like, I don't give a shit about anything but me and I'm going to do, you know, 10%'s a lot. You might even uh, say 10% is huge.
1: It's huge. Is that, a, that's is that Donald, a reference Donald
2: Trump says huge. 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 Uge. It's the it's out. Yeah, um, it's funny because I like I like when when we drop because just for the record, listeners, you're not going to learn much from the show as you know after <laughs> you many just episodes about 10. No, before. I didn't because you prefaced your statement with you're like I don't know where I heard this something some statistics somewhere, <laughs> but one out of four people is black. I just I just. Now you learned something. I'm like, I don't know, Mike. Maybe 1 in 10 people are sociopaths, but maybe you're just misremembering or something.
0: Uh, I don't think I am. (laughs) Anyways, I don't think you're a sociopath, but
2: you know. I think Mike's a sociopath.
0: (laughs) I might be. I don't even know if I'd know if I was. You have to probably
1: be diagnosed by a professional. Actually,
0: I know I'm not a sociopath because if anything, I have a debilitating empathy to the point where it sometimes does me like a disservice. For example, raising a child is very difficult for me because I'm always like worrying constantly.
2: So does that make you a psychopath?
0: No, psychopaths are, I think sociopaths and psychopaths are kind of like same same side of the coin sociopaths
1: or... would would have no problem manipulating people to achieve the results they're doing and don't see an ethical problem with it you know? psychopaths sociopaths, yeah,
0: and psychopaths too all, and also lacking in empathy sure,
1: but they're like they have other problems. I think the functional sociopath in society is someone who like would often get ahead in the workplace, for example, because they're trying they're attaining goals, they're manipulating people. They're doing what they want for themselves first, and they're less, like, that empathy you talked about, where maybe I shouldn't do this thing, it would make this person feel bad, is like, that's a, they look at that as a calculable risk or something, not as a,
2: you know. I I just determined that my D&D character is a functional sociopath.
0: Yeah, well, I, I wonder about you because whenever we play games, your characters are always, like, socio-slash-psychopaths.
2: <laughs> you steal from your friends, dude. That's like more... I
0: feel like you just like, I'm okay. It's okay to out myself in gameplay.
2: Remember remember when I poisoned Mike and tried to blame it on an NPC?
0: <laughs> I do remember it. <laughs> anyway, we should uh, get into random stuff. I think
2: you're a troleopath.
1: I think that's more your thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, She's us. oiled up. Ready to go. Machines are all up. We're going to get a conversation going. We could just talk about D&D, uh, if that's something you guys want to do. But um, if we if we don't talk about D&D, then let's talk about something the random topic generator tells us, because we're free individuals.
2: <laughs> I was a rogue, for those of you interested.
0: Uh <laughs> the, to- the topic today, we were just talking about how some of these topics are fluff, is um, anime.
2: Oh, nice. That's, <laughs> a, good, yes! that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. All right. So uh, what is anime, Mike?
0: Alternately, Japanimation?
1: I don't think anyone says Japanimation anymore, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <Anymore>? <laughs> I think Whatever. that that makes me think of the 90s.
0: Yeah, well the 90s. Like I one the my first exposure to anime was Akira. You guys
1: seen Akira? Yeah, but I barely remember it. It was so long ago. It's kind of messed up from what I
0: remember. Interesting, but like interesting weird sci-fi that kind of makes you feel depressed and strange after you watch it. Sure. Yeah, so that was my first exposure to it. I feel like everyone was watching in the 90s, and people in high school were like, oh, have you seen Akira? It's weird.
1: It, Akira might have been my f- I don't think it was the first. I think it might have been Ninja Scroll, actually, if I remember correctly. In Ninja Scroll but I feel like or when I watched Ghost in the Shell.
0: When I watched Akira, I thought, like, oh, it was my kind of, in some ways, first exposure to, like, this is animation, but it's clearly for adults. And I know not all anime is for adults, but it I, is isn't an-
2: it's funny because Akira is one of those. Everybody's got, I'm not a few movies. I think that they either pretend to have seen, or like when people will be talking about it, be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that movie," in hopes that nobody asks them a specific question about it. Akira is one of those movies for me. I remember people would be talking about it. Uh, some of my jobs when I worked with a bunch of geeks in particular, uh, people would be like, "Oh yeah, Akira's so good." I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's it's really uh, really good." But uh, I've never seen it before.
0: <laughs> it's it's weird of it. All I remember at the end is this kid, like, mutating. and I don't know. It's really weird. You uh, guys saw Ghost, the Ghost in the, the Machine is another or or Ghost right? in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, again, another one I barely remember, but that was like... It, what's good about that one is that at the time, that was one of the best cinematic experiences you could have that dealt in cyberpunk, like short of Blade Runner. Um, You know, that was actually a really good... It still is a good movie. They're making more now, and there's a video game. I don't think it... I haven't seen it. I don't think it holds the water that that original did, but at that particular time, as someone who liked... At that time, was reading William Gibson novels. Very cool movie to have seen. Definitely enjoyed the cyberpunk aspect. But, I mean, so... But
0: basically, I guess, taking a step back... Uh, once again and being like what is what is anime Uh, it it tends to be also particular so okay a lot of science fiction or fantasy ish sci-fi and a lot of and a particular style of art and drawing I think you can't talk about anime without the like I don't know you know you can tell an anime when you see it there's a particular style of Japanese animation which is
2: big eyes crazy hair kind of pointy chins yeah, I. it's funny because um, I associate, like, we've talked about a couple of, like, cornerstones of Japanese anime in terms of, like, well-regarded films. Um, but, but really one thing I, I do associate with anime is just the ability to pump out a zillion episodes of something with, like, very... Limited, sometimes very limited animation, or sometimes really high quality animation for some parts, and then really crappy animation for the rest. And there's there's a a bunch of uh, kid shows I remember watching back, like was it Voltron or um, what are the ones with the five the five robots that form one big That's robot? Voltron. 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 And there uh, was another Astro Boy. A,
1: might have been I think an Ast- Japanese. Oh yeah, I was
2: into was Astro that? Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe was that was to... French.
1: It might have been... Hang on, let me look that up. That's important. Yeah, it's a um, bit... No, like...
2: Astro Boy is for sure anime. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was
1: adapted from a manga. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's it's, it's for sure anime. And honestly, I, I was big into uh, Astro yeah. Boy. So there's a lot of... And there'd be like a lot of new... Back in the day, like cartoon shows for kids um, that were of limited... Animation on TV, the Western ones in particular, there's barely any. I remember watching the old Spider-Man animated show where it was like they used the same three frames or whatever of him swinging through the city. Uh, but but then they, there was, there became an increased sort of capacity to to do like CG animation and stuff uh, in the West. But for a while, it was like all East in terms of like getting different episodes, different stories. Like there's a lot of episodes of Astro. Uh, or even older shows or shows for an older audience like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Like, there's just hundreds of those episodes.
1: Actually, I would yeah. say one of the top ones is um, Naruto. Have you heard of this? Oh, Naruto yeah, yeah. I've Sh-
2: heard of Naruto. Shibota. It was after my time yeah. as a child. Like, Gun-
1: Gangnam Wing? Gun- Gundam? Gundam. I think it's just Gundam, and there's different types. That's a popular one as well. It uh, went on for a long time. It's classic.
0: The only thing, the only one I, I I'm not that experienced with Japan animation. I watched me a lot of Dragon Ball Z, uh, which I liked for a certain period. Um, but, I, you know, it was, I don't know. They, like, we're talking about a whole genre of things. So it spans a gamut from, like, I think, what about like Sailor Moon? That's Japan animation. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's anime. And it's for, like, a bit younger kids. They always seem to have this kind of epic, um, epic battle stuff. In it because even Dragon Ball Z is kind of kiddy in a lot of ways. Like, you'll look at it and you're like, this is for little kids, but then it amounts to like epic battles and stuff like that, which is really cool. Uh, but yet it also is dorky, you know, whereas that's different, say, than like Akira or um, um, well, Ghost in the Shell, which are yeah, purely is- adult versions. But like, um, Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty broad. It's hard to pigeonhole it into one like type (laughs) of thing. The style
1: animation is pretty uh, apparent. I I would. Oh, go ahead, Bo. Well, I was just going to say it doesn't have the distinctive animation style. There often are even in like high school dramas, you know, big battles of some kind. They sort of tongue in cheek done in that style. So I think you're on. You hit the nail on the head. There's also often like, you know, because it has a Japanese sensibility. There's often like an old perverted man in a lot of anime stories. And there's also like young, young, newbile. <laughs> tropes. Yeah, there young, newbile women that are like shy and like meant to be there as like
2: sex objects in a way. And, um,. There's a ton yeah. of anime tropes. Bo could go through like kids have fall in love and then their noses bleed or whatever, they pass out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh you've got like lots of lots of high school drama coupled with uh lots of um uh the in the epic battles are, are are definitely another sort of trope. But I will say that um one thing that I guess i I'm not sure if admire is the right word that I've always found cool about anime is that Mike was sort of classifying it as most of it as fantasy or sci-fi. And I like fantasy or sci-fi. But I would say there's some sort of like... There's some sort of like unfurled anim- imagination that in- inhabits anime where, where... Yes, there's a lot of things that come back, but it's like that they're... I look at Dragon Ball, for instance, and it's like that they're not limited by anything. They're just like they're just like whatever we can dream up we're going to make happen and we're going to and that's one of the the advantages of animation in general you can just put it on the screen uh, and not worry about your budget yeah.
0: yeah i will give it a lot of credit for that cuz i feel like as you know uh, someone who's tried to, who dabbles in writing sci-fi i find i'm often like eh, this doesn't make sense or this is you know clearly not scientific in this or whatever and that will often like uh, dictate how i how i write something or uh hard sci-fi you, you could call it uh but like for sure i admire that about anime that it's just like completely out there there's no there's no rules and that's what i think makes it uh, appealing in, in a lot of senses that it's just like they can keep up in the ante anything can happen it's like you can die come back and it, it it so it it, it mostly is fantasy is really what it is it, it often has a technological overlay um so it's sort of that type of tech fantasy um but uh which but i was just gonna say um does this is it you know it used to be called japanimation but is there something that can be learned about it? Because i have not spent any time in japan but i'm sure people have done analysis of this type the genre of entertainment and is there anything to be learned about japanese culture from looking at uh uh, anime, or is that like a stupid way to look at culture? I don't know. what I'm asking.
1: Well, that. I mean, it is dis- it is distinctive, but it's if you're trying to learn about Japanese culture by watching anime, you probably you won't get that you won't get that <laughs> much out of it. Probably a bad idea. No, because I think I think like it still resembles a form of you know cartoon mass entertainment, and, and um, because there's such fantasy stories like. There are maybe things like gender roles, you know, perceptions about gender roles. You might be able to draw some conclusions about what...
0: But also something about
1: technology and, and futurism, I think, is something... Well, actually, I think there's something... And I'm not an expert by any stretch, but there's an isolationism, I think, to Japanese culture in terms of how it relates to the larger world. And so, you know, there are a lot of storylines in anime that are very much like... This is our culture, and then there's this external threat or this external culture, and there's a sort of prejudice against change and outsiders and that kind of thing. But I couldn't give you anything conclusive about what the commentary is. But
2: most um, of the uh, most of the anime I've seen in some way involves like the older generation is portrayed as like rigid businessmen and stuff like that. And the younger, and almost all the protagonists of anime I've seen have been younger, like uh, generally high school or or just out of high school. And um, they're they're often often you have tropes of protagonists protagonists considered to be slackers or underachievers or whatever this this sort of thing. So I don't know. I think there's a fair like in all entertainment, there's a fair level of escapism associated in anime. You could probably do um, a lot of research uh, into it, but what I find most interesting is its enduring appeal in Japan. Like, you've got generations of generations here that are still like when I was a kid. There's tons of anime now. There's even more anime. You know, like people well, I, people I th- love it.
1: I think it's a style. Like, I think that it's a style from 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 like there. From from their culture, because if you look at here, you might say like there was a whole Hanna Barbera generation of animation where all the shows look the same, and maybe they're not all Hanna Barbera, but that's like the style, right? Or eighties cartoons like um, the Mattel cartoons and Hasbro, yeah. Stuff. But then they like went away, right? Like stop. But there is still probably a thread where you can see like we definitely go for cartoons that have a more um, what we w- might define as a naturalistic sense of what humans look like. Like people tend to look human; they don't have exaggerated. Components, unless we're talking about... I don't have you seen must- a
0: Hanna-Barbera cartoon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they, don't look, they look kind of weird. Yeah, I guess, I mean, because there's that, there's that thread from, like, Disney and Warner Brothers to Hanna-Barbera to the cartoons you have now where a lot of them, I think, are fairly realistic. Um, but I could be wrong. I'm I, thinking, like,
0: SpongeBob SquarePants is, like, you know, that's a pretty popular cartoon. In, yeah, again, I guess no.
1: I'm thinking very linearly about, like, human, car- human drawings, I suppose. So you're right. We, there's a lot of imagination in our cartoons, but... One
2: thing I've always found interesting is why that style, because we know what the anime style is when you look at it. Like you look at, if somebody showed me an image, I'd be like, that's anime. And anime is extremely prominent in video games, and that's possibly where I've experienced the most of it. Um, But why is it that like nobody draws like that in the West or anywhere else? It's like nobody will draw in that style. Well, And if they did, it would be weird, you know?
0: well, I think that I I I might be completely wrong about this, but but I think the thing about anime is it um it's such a particular style that that you can that it's not I shouldn't say easily taught, but there are certain styles of doing things that you can that are easily replicable. Um, like there are books on like how to draw anime, and and if you it's not like that complicated. So if you're even somewhat artistic and you kind of like read one of these books I feel like you can you can draw anime reasonably well um where you know I'm not to say that like Hanna-Barbera is hard to draw I don't know th- I don't think that it is but it's just that like if you look at like when we we're naming off a couple of like lack of a better word like western cartoons uh the styles uh, vary a lot more like think of like Ren and Stimpy or and then uh Bugs Bunny or Disney stuff they're all cartoony but they're different um, but I think whereas, whereas anime, it's like is anime, and if you learn how to draw that style, it's just like go nuts, you know.
1: I, I it's funny. Part, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Part of it too is that if you're if you're an dr- animator, if you're someone looking to like they don't have. It's not like there's small teams making these shows. I think some of these shows employ like a, a large team that are there to just do scenes and to keep drawing and animating. Having a common language with like if you you know if you get if you stop working at studio X and you want to get hired at studio a then you have you're trained in a certain art style and skill set that can work in different arena like I think that's how a style becomes embedded also because of you know the ease in which you can train people to do things consistently and I think there's something there's less of that in North America because there's a lot there tends to be the studios, I just think, operate differently here. But even so, you know, there's a, like there's an animation studio in town that's doing Disney stuff. If your drawing style, if you can't do what they need you to do, then they're not going to hire you. So I think there's something to the fact that the drawing style is consistent in, in that way in that part of the world because of the way that industry works. Because there are big teams of people. That you know to pump out like they're an episode like five thousand of Naruto like if someone <laughs> leaves if someone retires they need a new animator they're gonna get some they don't want the 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 show to look inconsistent anymore they're going they want consistency so they're gonna get someone trained in that style
2: but that's but my like, that's
1: me talking out of my ass that's just a, but
2: see Di- you know. Disney has has uh, used to be like they they would always talk about the Disney style of animation and, sure and, that's a good and, and a lot of movies for a long time looked the same. And now, if you look at a Disney movie, now, they don't do that much traditional 2D animation anymore. Uh, but even if you did, like, The Princess and the Frog, for instance, is one of the more, their more recent ones. It's, it's animated in a different way or with a different look than a lot of their previous movies. The CG's, uh movies are often animated in slightly different ways as well. They have different looks. I think of European animation. I think of stuff like Tintin and Asterix and all that. And they can, while they have sort of, they adhere to more of a realism, I guess, there's still, there's still quite a variety. Whereas when I think of anime, it really does seem like variants of the same thing, with the only thing really differentiating them is level of quality. Because you sometimes see these ridiculously well-animated, um, often feature films, and people point to them, what are the works? of – What's that famous guy? Spirited Away, uh, Mononoke, um, Princess Mononoke. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, Studio Ghibli. Um, what? Anyway, I, I forget the the guy's name, unfortunately. But uh, but he's extremely well regarded as like a, a as a sort of, I guess, creative force. And his movies are always super well animated. They And they, they are done of a particular style, but they're still, you know, a variant of anime. I played a video game on PlayStation 3 recently. They contributed to it, and I could tell their style, but it was still like I'm like, this is an anime, right? So I just – I find that, that – I don't want to say it's lazy, but it's, it's, it, well, it kind of is lazy. Like, they're like, oh, here's, you know, this work. Let's do the I exact same thing, except make the girl's hair blonde instead of red, and you now could, she's a new character. You, you could you level that at a lot it. of things. That? Look
1: at comic, hang on, look at comic books, too, here. Um, you know, if you want, like, they, if you, I, you crack, they all, they have a similar style. Like, some people trade on their distinct art style. But if you're not one of those auteurs, then you're looking to draw Marvel comics in the Marvel but, man. But honestly, you know? there's a there's with comics it's quite a lot different because there's
0: particular artists like I mean I'm quite out of the comic scene, but like when I would be like reading Spider Man, it was like Tom McFarlane or whatever or whatever his name was. Yeah, uh, he had a particular style, and you could distinctly now it was all like comic booky, but like you could tell who drew different ones. But anime is a lot more. Um, I was going to use the word do- dogmatic, and I wonder if that also speaks a little bit to, J- to Japanese culture. And you were saying sort of like that it's inclusive to be like this is like Japanese culture is like a monolith, uh, and uh, you know, and it's like either you're, you're you're of it or you're outside it. And maybe that reflect it's reflected in in anime as well. Like this is our style of animation, period. And uh, and I mean, I know that's very <laughs> broad, and I'm sure it's more complicated than that. Uh, um, but well, but it does have a very particular it,
1: style. The particular style is also prevalent in manga. Like a lot of any, yeah, but any that's show, the same thing. I was going to bring up manga. But but, but, but any thing. show that I've watched like cuz I've recently, you know, had a resurgence in my viewing of anime. Um uh you know, I have a I'm a fan of a lot of the the newer ones. I think there's a there's a with, along with this golden age of television, I think there's a resurgence in really great anime in the past 10 years in the tv show style the short form tv show style so 20 to 30 episodes and that's it that's your series length um a lot of these start as manga so you know you look at hollywood movies they start as books like tons of movies are made based on books it seems pretty much a rule now that tons of anime actually start their life as manga and they look Sometimes very they resemble very closely the TV shows that come later. And I think what, what a lot of these artists do when they're making their manga is that they don't know that there's going to be a TV show down the line. And so it's curious that when someone says, let's make a TV show out of this IP, that the TV show ends up looking very strongly resembling what the manga is in terms of you don't look at it as inspiration or source material. Um, one show I like in particular, Knights of Shidonia, I love that anime, and it's on Netflix. I have... It's the only manga I read, is Knights of Shidonia, and it looks like the TV show. It's almost like what you might say Robert Rodriguez did with Sin City in terms of Frank Miller's comic to the movie translation. You know, and that looks very similar.
0: But that's not like... I'm not surprised at all by that, because I consider uh, again, coming back to this uniformity of style that when you said manga and I was kind of like, look, isn't that, that's animated. Like, I mean, it's not animated, but it's clearly the same animation style. It's the same art style. Like, and, and it, it's kind of interesting. Like manga is always one of these things I've never, um, I flipped through a few when I've gone to a, you know, a bookstore and you look at this like b- towering block of like, uh, manga. So <laughs> yeah. you're like, wow, there's a lot of manga. And I flip through one and be like, what is this? Uh, and like i'm like there is so much content like so much is thousands and thousands of pages of content it's it's pretty amazing yeah they they um, read fast
2: i would say they i'll, I'll say like look i'm i've i've said good stuff about anime i find that the their level of an, um of imagination is is really impressive I will say that I'm not as well-rounded in anime as somebody like Bo is. But part of that is because I have never really wanted to be. And I feel like this is one of those things where – when I was a kid, there were shows that were just shows on TV and I liked them. And I I wasn't able to say, okay, this is an American show or this is an anime show or whatever. And and definitely I I liked some of them. and I like some American shows, whatever. They were just different different forms of animation. But as I as I'm an adult and I look at anime and like especially prevalent in video games, because for a long time, and Final Fantasy one series that I grew up playing was very anime inspired. For a long time, anime sort of represented older games almost like you'd be playing Mario Brothers or like little kid, not little, but kind of little kids games. And anime had kind of more detailed storylines and it was, it was kind of more challenging. And as a teenager in particular, you'd be like, I was really into Final Fantasy and all this. Now, like when I play those games or I look at the anim, the tropes from anime or I get, I'm often rolling my eyes because I find that it's, 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 uh, it's the same stuff. Um over and over again, like characters act, what I consider to be unrealistic It seems like it, it, Very juvenile in many ways And then there's the whole objectification of women Which even the non-sexualized me- Animes, and I have to say Non-sexualized because there's tons of animes With legitimate <laughs> sex In it, in them Like if you pick up some of those mangas and just Flip <laughs> it, through them for it, long
0: Legitimate sex? You mean like monster with eight penis tentacles? Well, <laughs> well obviously
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's also yeah, i you mean actual, not Legitimate yeah, actual, actual, actual depiction of sex. Probably, like they're pornographic. Yeah, there's pornographic yeah. ones for sure, and 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 uh, that's partly due to the facility probably uh, of making the animation. It's not super complicated, so so you've got you've got all this stuff. But even the non-pornographic ones, the way that they they treat women, like they they fit into like one of three or four stereotypes. Like there's the strong uh, warrior woman that really has a soft heart of gold. There's the there's the um, the, the ingenue, as Bo pointed out, like all that stuff. Male characters are not much better, but like I really I really have a lot of problems with the, the thematic content of anime and the trope. So, I mean, that's my issues with it.
1: Yeah, well, they they definitely are reflective, not of North American values. Like if you were to look at the way animation moves today and how what kind of new shows are coming out here, it's very different. Their progress in terms of gender or but, int- but what's kind of
0: but what's kind of interesting again is that,
1: like the fact that this, um,
0: you know, an anime, anime like spans everything. Like it's not like you have Hanna Barbera porn, right? You know, it wasn't like someone was like, "Oh, Hanna Barbera, like let's use that style for everything, including like wacky porn, crazy sci-fi." Everything. It was just like it was it was a couple lines of cartoons or like Disney anime. I mean, maybe you can find some horn like that, I don't know, there might be one-off drawings, but, like, whereas anime is interesting in that, it like, it spans everything. Like, it's just, like, it's not just a genre in its of itself, it's, like, all genres in... in, in uh, represented within that style of animation, and that's really...
2: All, all genres, like I've seen, I've seen detective stories in anime, and then I've seen sci-fi adventure stories, and then I've seen like fantasy stories, and I've seen family dramas, and in every single one of them, they have the same female ingenue character <laughs> perverted old man. And, and, and the same perverted old man, and 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 the uh, the woman Someone's with in overly high large breast that never existed in Japan. I don't know what their complex is with that. Um, it's just like I find that there's. It, the impression that this stuff must leave it's really like you know uh, big big on gender roles and then like that's not even getting into like some of that crazy stuff that you were talking about Hodgins but like I mean I that's I find that I don't know I, I, I find that kind of bothersome so like to, to me while I imagine uh, I admire what was originally super imaginative entertainment that spans multiple genres I now find myself like uh, not only bored by it, but kind of like feeling that it's it's it not ins- well not insulting, but at least c- could create bad impressions to people you know growing up with it and like es- establish certain stereotypes and gender roles and stuff like that. I find kind of bother bothersome. I, I mean, guess. I understand
0: where you're coming from, and I kind of like would would echo that sentiment. The other – the thing that I'm kind of having trouble with when talking about this issue is the idea of like um, when the cultural relativism, right? Where you shouldn't – in theory, you shouldn't judge one culture by the standards and norms of, of another. and uh, <laughs> I and, don't fucking care. <laughs> no, fair, fair enough. Like I, I'm, I'm not saying you should but that's just an, – it's an idea, right? Like, like I've – you know, you've heard it in the context of like, oh, you shouldn't judge like, um, I don't know, R- R- Roman era – by the standards of today. It's not applicable. But And the same might be true of different cultures here. So, you know, I was like, is this reflective of Japanese culture? I'm trying to be like, I don't know much about Japanese culture. I've not been to Japan other than a stop at an airport. I don't know anything about the culture. And I don't like, so sometimes I might have certain impressions of things, but I feel like I don't fully get it because I've not like immersed myself in Japanese culture or history. I don't know that much about it. So to be like, because I would agree with some of the things that you say and I feel like this hyper-sexualized content and like, a lot of stuff that just seems weird to me. And I'm just like, okay, is a little bit of it just that I'm an outsider and, um, and, and I'm trying to hold judgment so much because I'm like, I'm not from Japan. I don't, you know, I, I can't pretend to be of their culture. So I'm like, I have a difficulty well, kind of like yeah. giving my honest opinion about some things. Cause I feel like, well, you know, there's a lot of other cultures I might have issues with certain things in, but I'm like, it's to each of their own. And anime is interesting in that it has such a foothold in North America and a lot of interest, but yet it's
1: very of a culture which is not North America. Yeah. T- and taking it back a little bit where, you know, we can look at, we can we can ask these questions. You can also say, as someone who enjoys watching film and video, you know, content, works of art, is, is there anything for me in anime without the social conscience aspect of, you know, should I endorse this with my viewing because it's inherently... Uh, sexist let's say um there are some really mature content in anime that you i mean you're finding more and more in north american animated offerings but you know a lot of that stuff is things are things like south park and rick and morty and and simpsons that have mature content but that are essentially comedies where i find you actually have Even though it has some of the problems that you've highlighted, you have people trying to make mature stories within the context of cartoons, which outside of film, so more on the TV series side, is not something you see often. And there's a ton of crap anime. That's not to say that all of this is good. But there are some really interesting offerings for an adult viewer that you don't find. You don't find a serious North American television show be it a drama or a science fiction kind of deal anime sort of does occupy that unique space um yes it's still got like epic space battles and super fighting but a lot of times the themes are still a little larger or they imply things a little larger what you might expect to find from say a disney movie which is like kids can enjoy because it's animated but adults can enjoy it because they're they reference larger issues so I find that there are like some pretty good offerings
2: on that front. So you're saying that animation. there's animated shows, like the animated shows that are made for adults, whereas we don't. Essentially, the only animated shows that we make for adults, generally in the West, are comedies. There, I would say so. might make but not ex- they might not only, but yes, I, I would say. that.
0: Well, I think I think that's a pretty valid point. I think that that's in in that in Japan they've considered animation as serious. Art form, or one that could be taken seriously by adults, whereas I think largely in the West it's been considered animations for kids, period. And it's even, you know, relatively recently, where even small, uh, like, but well, this is what all what Bo is saying, there's even just been small things, a few things here or there uh, for adults that are animated, but largely it's considered not, you know, it's niche if it even exists. But I think in anime it's like a lot of adult content tons of adult content it's not like considered lesser because it's animated yeah it's that taken being, seriously. that
1: being said we're not talking about stuff on the order of you know super high art but you know stuff that sort of occupies that middle road an example of a show i watched recently was death uh death note it's a short form animation series and it's about a high school a college level kid early 20s finds a notebook dropped by a devil that if you write the name in the notebook of the person that person dies and it, so it's like, and he, this person is of a particular bent where he's going to He knows he's a young person that knows how to solve the world's problems by killing criminals and doing the right thing. And it explores this notion of what it means if you feel like, what if I found a book where I could write a name in it and make that person die? What does the world start to look like? What happens? And exercise an imagination. And it actually it has a tragic ending. It's not like a hero save the day kind of show or anything. It's very very well regarded anime.
2: He gets it mixed up with his checkbook and signs his own name. <laughs> that would be the worst. He'd be like, here you go, I'll just oh, write you a check. No. Oh my god, I'm dead! Right,
1: oh, but, but, but you know, it's interesting. It's just one of those... It's a, it's That would be like a Tarantino... That would be a movie you'd probably watch, you know, if you're not into anime, but Hollywood released a movie like this with some great actors in it, you'd be interested in it. And so it's on that level of, like,
2: sophisticated. It's not for kids, but it's an animation cartoon. Like... Um, conceptually the way you present it sounds interesting like when when you present the concept of it but when when i sit down to actually watch it maybe you know like already it's a college kid you know probably you know i i see these tropes you know Coming coming back already, he could be looking at his notebook, and then, oh, a pretty girl walks by, and his nose starts bleeding, and then he gets X's, and then he falls over. This this doesn't
1: have those comedic edges in it, actually. It does have tropes. There are
2: tropes in it, but, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, I, I, I can't pull all the tropes out right now, but I guarantee... Like the imagination stuff is crazy in anime. It's just that it's just that it seems hamstrung by these recurrent patterns. That the actual plotting and storytelling I find often you know, leads some something yeah. to be desired. But that's again for me, and I have limited exposure to it outside of video games. Which, for you know, I've mentioned a couple of times. But the the anime style isn't a lot of Japanese made video games, um, and it's it's more. It's becoming uh, more and more uh, prominent, so it's it's um, it it probably it probably makes it easier to make those games here's too. The, so. Here's the
1: other trope that I'm surprised we haven't mentioned thus far that we do need to mention with respect to anime, and it's an awesome trope. And the whole "you haven't seen my final form." Um, <laughs> respectfully, Dragon Ball Z is probably the most well-known rendition of now I'm even more powerful and <laughs> yeah, like never end. Um, and, it's and, cool. you know, if you're not into that, but like you're into satire, um, there are two animes. Cause I, I have to shout out all the stuff I'm a fanboy of cause I love anime, but like uh, Lagan um is a short form anime about a, a boy who finds a robot and his, his buddy, who also finds a robot from the from the man, anyways and they keep <laughs> forming into larger versions of what's called Gurren Lagann so by the end of the show it because Tapatenga Gurren Lagann and the the final episode the robot's so big that they have to stand on a galaxy, like the last boss of this whole series is they're throwing galaxies at each other. Like the Would the, the bad it? guy monster takes a galaxy <laughs> and throws it at the other robot. And the other guy's like, Wah! and then there's this giant drill. Like they're so large that they're literally spanning universes. With how large their robots? I'm like, well, because it's a, it's satirical. So like, this is what I mean. Where kids can watch and be like, yeah, cool robots. And as an adult, you're like, yeah, this is so like. <laughs> you get entertainment from the fact that they've made. The show escalate from this tiny little village into their fighting for the fate of, like, a thousand universes with robots. So many of so have large. that
0: epic kind of building where it's, and it's like, yeah, yeah. and something changes into it's, a different form just, theme. It, like, is it Pokemon? Maybe it's not Pokemon, but. Oh, well, yeah, some, Pokemon.
2: That's a good. Things that's one we these name other Forms. There was a show where these kids Pokemon definitely take different forms. Maybe it was. Maybe, anyways, whatever. There's so many of them. Yeah, but there's
1: there's there's another one too that I'm giving a shout out to is Kill a Kill, where people have great clothes. These Goku uniforms that make them into super badass. Most notably, Ira Ira Gamaguri um, is basically like his his suit is like a sex slave suit. So he's got like a ball gag and he's wrapped up in like stuff and. If you hit him because he's a is it masochist, he gets stronger and stronger. So, and then if you stop hitting him, that's the way to defeat him. Except he can whip himself, so he's got like eight tentacle whips, and he whips himself until he's so strong that he kills everything. Like it's just ridiculous the way he's... <laughs> but the exa- there's an art to exaggeration, right? Like we can't just say exaggeration is a is a crappy form of of viewing things sometimes. You know, beautiful exaggerations are great artistic. It is. It is
0: so. interesting though, because you you do wonder how because it's so ubiquitous in style and certain certain themes that get repeated, you wonder if that stifles it stifles um, to some extent. I mean, we we just said it's totally imaginative, and it is within a certain kind of line of thinking. But you wonder if it stifles it because if someone's like, oh, I like drawing, I'm going to sit down and draw something, and then it's like inevitably an anime style, and it's just like. You just wonder if it's like a jacket to get out of the kind of things that anime is because it's just it's so it's everything that and again I don't know enough about maybe there's th- another form of Japanese animation I, that I have not seen which is totally different I'd be like I can't no, believe this is.
1: I, I don't think you have I would say that's the big appeal for me while I'm getting into anime and that is it's not typical stuff I'm going to name drop one more and then I'll stop <laughs> all right, but this one is in the popular zeitgeist. If I find an anime nerd and they will love this thing, it's Attack on Titan. And all it is is it's people who have to live walled off from the rest of the world. So we talk about those isolationist themes because they're titans. And what titans are are giant naked humans. Like they're easily 60 feet to size of skyscrapers. And they walk around and pick up us and eat them. Like, they just we pick them up and they drop them into their mouth and they eat people. In the first episode, the the protagonist's mom gets eaten. He watches them get chewed up by another human that's 60 feet tall. And it's weird because there's no explanation. There's It's just strange. It's just a strange thing to watch. And that's what I think people in particular like about that is that it's just weird. And these are things you can do in cartoons that don't translate well. There is an Attack on Titan feature film that got released this year. It's pretty poopy. The anime is where, like, that imagination lives. So that's what I would say in particular about anime is that appealing is that there are weird things there that you won't find in, like, standard North American animation for the most part. You know, with North American animation, you'll find a squirrel and a badger become best friends and go on an adventure through the forest, which is fine. That's imaginative, too. But you don't find the weird stuff. Um, It's very rare that you find the weird stuff. Or weird in different ways. Yeah. I
0: mean... SpongeBob SquarePants is weird, but very differently. Yeah,
1: I would say that's the except that those types of animation in North America are more the exception than the rule. So there are great, weird, strange ones? things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if you watch Adult Swim, you'll probably find like, you know, whatever Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, which sounds like a weird, <laughs> you know, that's a weird thing, right? But um, yeah. Weird.
0: But yeah, but then you wonder like are they are they attempting to be weird? And I feel like the thing with anime is I don't feel like it's a put on. You know, it's like it's
1: just they just do it and it's not weird. It, you know, yeah. it's
0: it's not like I'm going to try to do the weirdest. Over the, it's just it's again, which makes you come back to like is it? It's got to be somehow linked to something about the culture that I don't understand. But I think it's neat. I, I'm, I'm ready for verdict. I don't know about you guys. All
2: right. Let's go ahead and talk <clears throat> Yeah, I am too. I, could
1: talk... I feel
0: like Bo should lead off because we all know what he's going to say.
1: All right. Well, let's bring in the farm animals.
2: <laughs>
1: order, order, I say, order in the court. Order voodoo. Order voodoo. You haven't seen my final verdict for... Yeah, but, like, Llama turns into, like, Mecha Llama. It's my super Mecha ultimate verdict. You don't know the power of such verdicts. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I was pretty ambivalent to animation for a really long time, considering... uh, Anime, sorry. Considering I watched some of it as a kid and thought... I thought Ninja Scroll was a cool thing because you saw decapitations and amputations that were very bloody and disgusting, and, and for me that was the appeal at that time. But um, in recent years, specifically watching Knights of Sidonia again, I have sort of had a resurgence in interest in animation. I think there's some really great stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, the stories are not deep. You know, we're not watching, we're not listening to Shakespeare here. But you know, I find the art. There's some very engaging offerings, so that being said, I'm not an animation nut. I've seen, there are people out, like, YouTube uh, YouTubers out there who just do nothing but review the latest episode of the latest high school anime, because the high school animes exist, where it's just literally high school drama. Um, nothing more to see there. Those things are out there. I don't dig on it just because it's anime. That being said, I really understand why people, I think, really enjoy animation, uh, anime, sorry, the Japanese animation, because I feel like the storylines in it do tend to be more like drama and do tend to try and show the range of human emotion in a way that a lot of north american cartoons don't go after even when they're aimed at young audiences that being said they have their fluff fighting dumb stuff too but there are some really great offerings and if you're someone who likes to watch cartoons you know you do yourself a disservice by limiting yourself to let's say the north american offerings i think there's a lot of really great japanese animation out there and again you know there's so many to name i'm still you know i have a list and i'm still trying to go through that list of great things to watch um so anyways verdict is japanese animation a good thing or not yes it is you should absolutely watch <laughs> japanese animation i i think it's really it's really great stuff and you should you should really put an effort in to <laughs> just effort like you might feel like oh i can't watch this it's too weird Give it a bit of time; you will grow to like it. Um, Some you know. people will never grow to like it, but yeah. Well, you know, I just say give it a chance, and if you give it a chance and you still don't like it, <laughs> it's fair play to you, sir. Uh, I think you should go next, Robin. Why? Because I really
0: okay. Well, I'll go next. Then fine. You um, started
2: talking. Hey, no, you know what? I'll, let me go next. No, no, no it's too late. To. No, I want to go next. No, <laughs> because I have the least valuable opinion. Look, here, here's here's the thing: is is like. I thought when this show started that that Bo was gonna be like like Bo from acting which was the, a previous episode where he was like I people would criticize anime and he would be like I anime is the greatest of all the maze but instead he was extremely articulate and thought thought of all the pros and all the cons with regards to anime didn't reject the the things that the criticisms and like pointed to some some great great animes uh, so I would say if you are interested in anime or listening to the show and and maybe you're a fan of anime you should definitely go with Bo's verdict because it is informed and he knows what he's talking about now with that said I think anime's bullshit mm-hmm. and uh, and that really has to do with the fact that I just don't like much of it. And I have I, I take issues with it with uh, some of the the portrayals and the tropes and the campiness and all that sort of stuff. It, in an earlier part of my life, I was really into a lot of anime things, although I didn't necessarily know how to quantify it, like the, or qualify that it's anime. I, it was just stuff that I liked, and and I I see the value in it. I do, but I also see the 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 um, elements that are less savory, shall we say. Um and uh and they do and they do bother me. And while I could sit down and watch a zillion anime shows or read uh libraries worth of manga and probably find stuff in there that I like, I just there's not enough there now at, at thirty-six years old that I've experienced for me to say like it outweighs all the sort of negative stuff that I've seen and and, and the stereotypes in it. I I like my Astro Boy, I watch Speed Racer. You know, I like the Pokemon TV show a bit or whatever, Dragon Ball. It's good. But but it's not, nothing, none of my top ten entertainment product slots would be covered by anime. And uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit in anime. And so I'm saying it's bullshit. I think you have bullshit bias. <laughs> I think you should let me get the final word of my verdict, which is bullshit. <laughs>
0: Um. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I I didn't necessarily want to go say because I I still don't really know what to give this as a as a verdict. To be honest, like I I agree with. I mean, Croft uh, Bo's a fanboy, so it's obvious that he's going to be like it's good, it's the best thing ever, I love it. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 but a lot of what Crofton said is it more echoes my 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 views of it. But it's kind of one of those things where when I think about this thing, I'd be like, okay, it's a genre, it's a particular style. Um, maybe it doesn't, uh, you know, appeal to me. Like, I may not like, uh, like, painting style of cubism. Maybe I don't like it. But I'm like, <laughs> is it is it bad or is it even bullshit? I don't know. It adds to the richness of art and culture. You can choose to like it and you can choose to not like it. And I think that though I was really flip-flopping and I was – Thought I was going to go bullshit. I think I'm going to come down on good, and I I think just because let's say if it didn't exist, um, you know, you know, like it. it, I guess what I'm trying to say is, it adds something to the fabric of art and entertainment. You know, that that that, that, the cultures of the world provide Um, may not be your cup of tea. Uh, but lots of things aren't and that doesn't mean they're and, and they may still be good they're good to a lot of people and so i can't just throw the baby out with the bath water so to speak and i'm a fan of art and forms of expression and i think that all those kinds of things are good even when i don't really like them um they have their uh their particular problems with in terms of like sexism and and sort of maybe things like that but so do a lot of other forms of art that i wouldn't necessarily that i might also think are good too like you know action movies you know <laughs> and uh, so or what or anything for that matter so i'm just gonna land on on good but it's a little bit of a cop-out verdict because i feel like a...
1: i think you might have cubism bias cubism why because <laughs> i don't like it no no i just it's making a joke because i said i don't dislike I it i said crafted and that... bullshit bias so i was like you have cubism bias just as a it's a joke
2: <clears throat> i feel i feel like that i wish i had, like this Sometimes you we do the show and and we talk about topics we have very limited knowledge of and we're we're digging and stuff like that. I feel like I have way more knowledge of anime than I re- I realize, I guess, and that that it's it, maybe my brain is tired or maybe I just can't find it, but I feel like I have other memories that I just, you know, haven't unlocked and For sure, they'll come to me later. I'll be like, oh, that show or, you know, that thing or whatever or whatever. I just I felt limited, I guess, in my brain this time. There's also a lot of North American offerings
1: that have their animation outsourced to Japan that aren't necessarily credited as being like Japanese anime. Um, The most prevalent example in my mind is Transformers the movie. You know, that 1984 classic of animation. <laughs> um, made, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, Hasbro property made by North Americans. Except, tons of that animation is actually outsourced to Japan. Um, so it does have it. It has like a, a hint of you know that flavor, even though it's considered
2: a North American animation movie. Yeah.
1: Um, maybe. yeah. Okay. So
2: like that's anime. Seems a bit like a factory to me sometimes, unless like well, an art style. It
0: I think it is a little bit, but you could argue that that's exactly what Hollywood is too. Mm, perhaps. Yes. Well, um, listeners, uh, <laughs> if you know more about anime than Crofton or I do, certainly you probably don't know more than Bo. but maybe you do.
1: No, I would say I'm middling.
0: Yeah. Okay. So he's uh, if you're, if you out, out fanboy him on the anime, please l- let us know where we want to rye or where we're right on. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. you send us an email. GoodBadBull at gmail.com, and we would read your email on there. Um, you can also tweet us at GoodBadBull, uh, or you can uh, like us on Facebook and uh, write us a message there to our Facebook page if you so desire. And you can find uh, all this information on our website, GoodBadBull.com, including links to Stitcher and iTunes, where we'd uh, love it if you subscribe and um, yeah I think that pretty much wraps it up guys if our listeners want to uh, follow either of you personally let's start with you Bo where can they uh, where can they follow what you're up to Uh,
1: they can find me at Bo Schwartz and I'd like to toss a little recommendation in here while I have a moment (laughs) Not, not an anime recommendation but if you want to try some for free Crunchyroll.com is the Netflix of anime. If you don't already have a Netflix subscription and you don't want to spend any money on trying out some animation, you should check out that site.
0: Yeah, but you need to give it at least 8,000 hours of viewing, because that'll get you in about 1% of content for anime. And you know, that's Watch.
1: True. I recommend Kill la Kill. It's only 24 episodes, so if you get hooked, you're not in for a long time. Crofton, darken our
0: listeners uh,
2: find you? If uh, the listeners want to reach me and, and uh, tell me how poorly I handled this topic, they can uh, reach me on Twitter at Crofton Steers and, and, and give me a rating in tentacles. Like three tentacles, I guess, is not good. <laughs> Five tentacles would be uh, good.
0: I'm curious what the tentacles are doing to you.
2: I, I don't even want to think about it. I
0: think we all know. Um... And uh, you can uh, follow my lack of tweets at ML Hodgins. Um, I don't think you did a bad job, Croft. And I think you, or not, I think you, 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 you know, when we approach these verdicts, it's like, it's always like you can choose to be like, I'm going to try to be neutral on this and balance all things. Or you can just be like, this is who I am, this is what I think. And both are valid approaches. And I think today you were just like, you know what?
2: I don't care for this that much. What's, what's funny though is that like, I do have. I do have anime that I've liked and and uh, anime experiences, and sometimes it was at different stages of my life, but it doesn't make them any more val- any less valuable or genuine. It's just that, and I think that sort of b- bullshit is a catch all a little bit, you know. Is, is that there's a lot of things that bother me and combined with the fact that there's very little of it right now that that holds my attention. And honestly, when I see anime in something, it's often more of a turn-off. I'm like, oh, anime. And I realize that about myself, but but part of that involves recognizing that in my verdict being like okay when I see anime now I sort of roll my eyes so I, I definitely should be honest with myself and not pull out some sort of although I could see I could see if I want to be more fair and think about it from a more well-rounded point of view it's probably
0: like what I did
2: yeah <laughs> this is probably what you do also I would I should say what that. a cheat what a reversal <laughs>
1: Turn and jaws drop as gorgeous 35-year-old Ayoko Baba suddenly appears on the first day of Kuniki Dahai. Her fabulous clothes and stunning figure set off a firestorm of speculation. Is she another one of those annoying diva moms, or is she a new teacher? Everyone is shocked beyond belief when they find out that Ayoko is in fact a new student. (laughs)